Welcome to the ProCom Podcast, hosted by Paul Vogels, with expert guest interviews, case study reviews, and insightful discussion topics. The ProCom Podcast leads the Project Controls conversation. Welcome, Lex. Welcome, everybody, at the ProCom Podcast, leading the Project Controls conversation. And today, I am the guest in the Metropole region, Amsterdam, actually in one of the offices of the municipality of Amsterdam. My guest, Lex Brans, and I've written down all your functions, but please explain them a little bit further to, uh, to me and to the audience. Uh, you have some roles which you are uh, uh, um, responsible for. Project leader of the acceleration program between the housing and, and, and all additional um, uh, stuff within the Metropole region Amsterdam. Construction ambassador, broader than that, but the construction ambassador is, uh, is the title, the working title for the province of North Holland and delegated executive for the Holland Metropole. Um, with a background and, and uh, with a background in political science, uh, you've been to, uh, uh, to the University of Amsterdam uh, uh, here. Um, all your career has been politically engaged uh, within several roles mm-hmm. uh, and now into, uh, into these roles. Um, Lex, welcome to the show. Thank you. And please explain me why you still are so enthusiastic of, of all this work you have on your, uh, on your plate. Uh, actually, when I started to study, it's in 1976 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I started to study in Amsterdam. Yeah. And, well, actually, I got a love with the city. And social housing and, and uh, public housing is so important for people that working on that, yeah. working on the capital of the Netherlands, which has a real famous name, all over the world. Yeah. Actually, it's it's appreciated more bigger than it is in fact, and that's because we had, well we can talk very very loudly from Amsterdam, very creative. Yeah. And then working working on a city like that. Yeah. Well, that's something like heaven, you know. Yeah. Because Amsterdam has two and a half million uh, inhabitants, uh, well, which the, is the, the city itself. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more than uh, 850,000 in, in the metropolitan area, uh, about two and a half million. Two and a half yeah. million. In a country which is 17 million people uh, wide, um, it's an important region in the in the Dutch environment, yes, I think. It's part of the economic backbone of the Netherlands. Yep. So, so actually the, the, the gross uh, product here locally is uh, something about 20, 22% of the whole of the Netherlands, so it's quite important. It's it's quite important, yeah. And that's a very and, and uh, of course uh, Amsterdam is famous for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You fell in love with social housing. Um, did that pave the your career path for the for the last dozens of years? Well, actually, I fell in love with, uh, with another student, and she was in the housing, so that's why I came into housing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I never left that path now. No, okay. Now you're responsible for one of the, well, I think the bigger uh, trends in uh, Europe-wide, uh, uh, social housing, housing in, in particular, uh, people can't afford a house or, or there's no room to build. Mm-hmm. Um, is that still 30, 40 years after you uh, you started with your love and, and with the social housing? Is that still the big key area of the challenge the metropole region has? You mean 
And we have to build a lot of houses. We have to build. Uh, you, if I if I look at uh, at all the articles which have written, there's a lot of challenges within the next 10 years. 175,000 houses, yes. and your challenges, among others, I assume, to speed up the process. Uh, there is in I've, one of your interviews says, in theory, we have room enough. In practice, the the processes and the and the and the political landscape is slowing the slowing this down. Well, I think there's a small problem that Netherlands are very high educated, old people. Yep. Uh, that's why this kind of TED talk is in English. You're used to it yep. uh, as Dutch. Uh, but we are discussing a lot about how to do, but we forget to do. Yep. Uh, I think so the Dutch even have a word for it, which is not translated in English. I use it a lot. Polderen, eh? we discuss until everybody yeah, we is discuss happy. A lot, and we do that, of course, in Amsterdam as well. Yeah. But, but we polder in Amsterdam for the quality of the housing. Yeah. But in in general, you could say our national par- our parliament is discussing about how much capacity, so how much plan uh, locations are there and are they enough? And yeah. The minister has to, to, to postpone how much that is and give an answer to... to Actually, questions that are not that important for re- realizing housing. Yep. Houses. So, so uh, uh, there is a lot of what we call management speak or or uh, general talking about yep. uh, how to solve the problem. Yep. And then the discussion goes always about budgets. Uh, how much money does that cost? And, yep. Uh, who earns the money and uh, the rent on it? Yep. The revenues. Uh, but we forget to plan to work with the people and to realize projects with people in an environment yep. that accepts that it is there and that are, that our new houses are coming. Yeah, because it's pulling out all the resources out of the municipality, for example, and we're creating new cities too. It also brings a lot of value to create a good infrastructure, good housing yeah, uh, community. Well, I, I, of course, Amsterdam is very famous because the revenues are here very high. I think a little bit too high. Uh, and there's another discussion which is very important. And this, uh, we are talking about housing and how much houses we have to build. Yep. But actually, that's only 1, 1.2% of the total stock of houses we have. Okay. And the rise uh, uh, in the prices of the houses, the rise is in the 99% stock. Yeah. And when you build new, prices of that, they are connected to the existing market, yep. housing market. And uh, uh, so when you discuss with politics mm-hmm. and politicians, they have to make decisions about the existing stock and the prices about that. And that is an international thing. Yeah. And Amsterdam is competing with London, Paris, and so on. Yep. When you see now in the, in, the, in the European balance, Paris is on place number two, London on place number one, yep. about most expensive cities, yep. and then on place number three is Amsterdam. Yep. And on five is Utrecht, six is The Hague, yep. so, and seven is Rotterdam. And we talk about a European list. Yep. So only forty uh, percent maybe and is that Dutch. That goes about existing stock yeah. and the prices in that. International investors like BlackRock or name it. Yeah. BlackRock is American. They have a bad name, and well, 
for a reason. They buy the houses. Yep. There is liberalization in the pricing market yep. of the existing stock. Yep. So the prices go up sky high yep. and Amsterdam becomes very expensive to live in. Yeah. And that's where our parliament needs to take us responsible to say, okay, yes. there needs to be like a like yes. a ceiling. And, and, and when that. you want to have a, a, a equilibrium in, in, in your prices, mm-hmm. social mid-price and high prices, yep. then then you have to subsidize in the lower parts, lower segments of the yep. market yep. In, when you build new. Yep. Uh, and that is what, what, well, we are now expecting a new cabinet. Yep. Yep. It takes a little while, I heard it this morning in yeah, the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it takes a yep. while. But still, the problem is there for the people who live in all those cities. Yep. And, and well, sometimes they pay 50% of their total income yep. to housing. To housing. And so because of the prices are sky high, the uh, the, the people with, with moderate budgets, uh, like social rent or, or mid, uh, uh, yeah. mid-career uh, uh, starters, for example, also a big problem, uh, can't enter the market because their entry level is, well, yes. maybe on a, on a short. It's, it's a real big problem for starters. When I look to my own children, uh, I have seven children and Four of them don't live in Amsterdam anymore no. because they can't afford it. Can't I afford. cannot buy a house for them. I'm just just a civil servant. <laughs> yeah, but but that's uh, so. Is that something you see as the municipality of Amsterdam that your uh, the the run for talent is draining because they can't afford the budget? They can't afford to rent a house or buy a house. Well, that's a, that's a huge problem. Yeah, I that's right about that. Yeah. Very nice thing, which uh, which was in the newspaper. Uh, Lex doesn't have stones. Um, uh, can bring bricks or, or cement mills. Um, I need to look up the term tannenbier, which is uh, it's like a topping out eh, when we when we uh, celebrate the highest point of a new building. Um, but he brings support and uh, uh, to to speed up as a as a building ambassador as a construction ambassador. Mm-hmm. So uh, with your politician uh, polit- political science background, is that what you bring? You you look at people, you you bring them together to say, okay, we have this challenge, how do we solve it? Or where do you see the, the turning of this challenge we uh, we have in uh, in the municipality of Amsterdam or in the metropole region? Uh, is you, 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 you are quoted, you talk a lot with municipalities. Yes. Is uniforming processes bringing people together Solving it? Are we seeing the results already in the... Well, uh, uniform is one point. I think uh, make it more simple is another one. And, yeah. and when you look to the climate change, which is coming up, actually we have to redesign our whole building process. Yeah. Which is quite a job to do. Uh, and we are only now in the beginning of that. We are now building what we want to build from 2025, 20% in wood. Yeah. Uh, that will be CO two neutral, carbon neutral, yep. circular, uh, and climate adaptive. So that's great, yep. but it needs it did need a redesign of the processes. Yep. Make it more simple, not adding another layer to the rules that there are. Yep. But just like for example, Volkswagen yep. did they 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 started with a new plant. So no modifications on the existing yep. stream, but a new plant. Now we do that now for for wood. Yep. That's twenty percent. So we have to do that for the other eighty percent as well. Yeah. And as quick as possible. 
Yeah, because we are, the challenges are coming up. We've seen all the climate reports, yes. etc. Yeah, yeah. um, I think you're a strong believer in, in modular building, in wood building, and at least to speed up the process. Yeah. Um, the construction and engineering industry mm -hmm. is famous about the conservative mindset they uh, they have. Um, is that hard to reset the mindset? Eh? Do you see within the existing landscape of builders and, and, and uh, contractors that they are resetting their mindset or are there new kids on the block who say, okay, we, we are not, we don't have the, the years of experience in building, but we do modular building, prefab building, wood building, etc. Is that, is that why you see the, the possibility comes in? Well, I believe in the younger generation, yes. And what you see is that in the traditional building uh, scene, there are quite a lot of old guys yep. in the old boys network. And yes. they are also influencing uh, in, in, in the Laag, in the Hague, yep. the political parties. And when you have to redesign your process, well, I believe in startups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they don't have the backlog of all uh, what we've done before build us to this being there then that yeah, being, yeah. That. No, no no but you see for example uh, there's a really famous bridge right now in amsterdam eh? 3d printed in metal yeah the the sitting the sitting old boys network is trying its best as well huh? they are they are investing in 3d printing houses with with etc yeah, of course <clears throat> it's all in, 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 in the sphere of experimenting pilots and so on yeah uh, but i think the ongoing concern just normal processes they have to be redesigned yeah which is something else yeah i believe and i talked uh, a few minutes ago about simplifying your processes yep that's very important also in the municipalities i work for 32 municipalities in the, in the metropolitan area yep and in the uh, in the province another one uh, uh, another tenth or so mm -hmm. so in total 40 45 yep. uh, municipalities yep. and i see that the knowledge about the processes is not high enough to make it work in a quick way yep so when you simplify your processes it helps them to understand what they have to do and well they have easier lists to-do lists yep. and bucket lists. Yep. And I think that's very important. Yep. Did we overcomplicate our running a business or running a municipality, which in fact is also which running is a business? also typical Dutch, of course, yep. the poldering, you know? Yeah. So everybody gets his part. Because it's saying, yeah. Uh, and I think that's a very good thing. But we have to realize the situation we are in is a yep. different situation than 10 years ago. Yep. Our crisis is different. It's a climate crisis, yep. not a corona crisis, <laughs> which is only, or COVID, which is only, well, let's say a startup uh, in what is going to happen mm -hmm. in the world. Yep. Well, yes, I think uh, so. We, we faced a lot of crises the last 10, yes. 15 years. Uh, there yeah. was this building crisis, financial crisis, etc. Um, were they overcomplicating uh, over this? 32 municipalities in the metropole region, mm -hmm. they all are autonomous. They all are responsible for their own business, their own municipality. Yes. They all want to build, you know? Yep. Every, so. so do you get the, the hands together? Do you get 
a listening ear. If you talk to the uh, to the board of of mayor and 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 aldermen, for example, say, well, we need to we need to team up together to face this crisis, but also to face this challenge in in the housing uh, shortest. And on the other hand. The parliament needs to step up as well. But do you get, if you talk to 32 directors and mayors, etc., mm-hmm. do you get a listening voice or, or listening ear to that? Yes, I do. And I, I see a lot of energy yeah. in almost every city uh, I pass by to have a conversation about uh, the housing crisis and what yeah. we can do about that. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's very important to realize that it's people's work. Yep. Yeah. It's not system work. The system, they, the systems, they help you yep. to realize your targets to, uh, within time and budget. Yep. But how you steer your processes, it's people's work. Yep. And for that, we need elements who have power, who want to have power, and who get room from their from their uh, uh, local municipalities, the local boards, yep. to act because. A lot of people want more houses, but have a lot of NIMBY behavior, mm-hmm. which has as a result that all the plans, they go three, four times what we call in Holland over the head. You yeah. Know? yeah. So every time I turn around, start again, yeah. start the discussion again. Well, we, we don't build houses, houses with that. No, because it's, huh, it's all delaying. Huh? We're talking about the same issue. Maybe the political landscape has changed, so the new elderman wants to say something about it with his agenda. Um, I really like your saying, eh? it's processes should facilitate. People should, at the end, it's all a people, uh, uh, people's job. Um, we were well, within the ProCon podcast, we always talk about people, processes and tools. Yeah. What are the tools you have to, to, to measure your goals or to, to influence people at eh? because data is running the world nowadays. Are there supporting data? Eh? Can you see why, why this amount of delays or this amount of, of, uh, uh going over the head results in delaying, uh, uh the, the, yes, uh, there are a, a, a few common, uh, cliffhangers you yep. could say in, in the processes, mm-hmm. uh, which I can see uh, about which we discuss. So, um, for example, the behavior of a, of a local uh, uh, board, uh, well, that, that's one, but also all the climate measures we have to do yep. uh, about CO2, for example, yep. also PFAS. PFAS is, is a really big crisis big within the construction. We have the airport here in the area, which yep. makes a lot of noise, so that makes it not so easy to nope. build. Um, those those process we we get from our systems yeah and that's very important to have real data to talk about because yep. there is a lot of hearsay yep a lot of gut feeling i think it's too loud in my backyard well, you know in our in our world we work in the housing world yep. investing yep it's a lot of money that goes around it's only uh this, last year in the Netherlands, uh, the investment volume was almost 20 billion, yep. which is quite a lot. Uh, and that happens every year. Yep. So there goes a lot of money uh, around. And what we see is that 
Well, investors sometimes follow another investment just by talk of the town. Yep. Just by hearsay. And and well, I, I want us to work professional, not on hearsay, mm-hmm. but on what is happening. Yep. And then, of course, the, 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 the legal procedures are cliffhangers. Yep. The NIMBYs are cliffhangers. The behavior of the uh, 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 local uh, governments are cliffhangers. Yep. And the rulings about everything. So there are four big issues, yep. which also, uh, well, we have to talk about debt and not about hearsay. One of the most famous have things you yeah. say is, for example, uh, there is still a lot of investment in London. Yeah. But the revenues are low. Yeah. But everybody has to invest in London. Yeah. I don't know why, but everybody has to with it. Yeah. Strange, huh? Eh? Yeah. But it happens. Do you have that supporting data available? Huh? Because uh, you, uh, you can you can measure how ma- how much money is invested in London, how much revenue uh, will be generated by London. Yeah. And I think one of a good example is getting the European Medicine Agency out of London. And thank God, eh, Amsterdam won it. It was a very prestigious project. Eh? There was a lot of money yeah. involved. Yeah. There was a lot of... I'm just angry on that. Yeah, yeah, still angry on that. But at the end, we did the job. Eh? It's, it, we, you know, did it, yeah. we won it. Eh? There are people actually working right now. Eh? We've seen the building uh, built by, uh, uh, I think, Dura Vermeer and Heimans uh, built the, uh, yes. the actual uh, uh, offices uh, in time. Eh? Let's discuss uh, budget later on. But eh, they, eh, the people could move from London to Amsterdam. On all this Challenges, eh? green, noise from the airport, uh, PFAS, uh, nitrogen, uh, etc. Is the supporting data available for uh, for that? Well, we're building it up. Uh, we started with the data systems of the city of Amsterdam. Yep. Because half of the production in the whole metropolitan area is in Amsterdam. Yep. In in the in the city center. In the city. Yeah, in the city. Okay. So that's within the ring or just around the ring. Yeah. Let's say the city of Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, and they produce 7,000 houses a year and already for a long time. Yep. So Amsterdam is very professional and they have data sets which they use to measure how their processes are going. Actually, we have two main frameworks. The first one is the plant capacity. Yep. It's actually more where do we want to build yep. and is there enough room for, for building so that we know in the plan capacity frame that over half a million houses, the places are available. Yeah, that's the, in theory, we have the room to build. We have, in theory, we can build yep. enough. And then the other one is the framework, which usually is used by MS projects or, or, or Primavera, yep. two programs. We, Use them both, yep. and we introduce those systems in every city, city of the area, metropolitan area. Yeah. And that's the bridge between the in theory and in practice. We actually have this. I think Harvestot is a great project in the in yeah. the Amsterdam. We actually have planned. I don't know the exact number, but uh, a couple of thousand houses in these regions: hey, mid-market, sub-market, uh, social housing, etc. Yeah. That's where you actually know what you're building on actually which square feet in the uh, in the city. Yeah, and also what I call the critical path yep. to come there, yep. which is very important. Yes. 
So you you can look to the sky and think, well, I think we start yeah. building within two years. Yep. But yeah, well, yeah. is the legal process gone done in a proper yep. way, or yeah. uh, do we have procedures up to the national level? Yeah. To the national but that can be. Uh, you can have a smart process on that. Hey, uh, there's yeah. a six week ruling to a period. There's a uh, we need two weeks to prepare something. We need whatever. But you can. You can sketch that out. You can schedule that actually. Mm-hmm. And you see, okay, if we want to build 5,000 houses by the end of 23, for example, it is possible. This is yeah, what you're referring to. This is your critical path. So if something changes on that path, we're going to delay. That's coming more in, in common practice within the municipalities yeah, you're referring to. Well, actually, we, we have the 80 20% rule. So yeah. Eight percent of the result of twenty percent of the uh, first, energy on, yeah. on Africa. So actually, we work with eight, nine big cities, yep. and the eighty, eighty-five percent yep. of the whole production. Yeah, and in, in the last quarter, there will be a, an additional couple of uh, cities. Uh, yeah, uh, an additional twenty yeah. cities. So, yeah. so we start with eight, nine of them. Yep. Uh, took us uh, two year, yep. two years to introduce it. Now it's working. And that means that three times a year we we measure how the situation is yep. in, the, in the programs and in the processes to build. Yep. So you 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 made some agreements with those municipalities. This is the data I want. This is the process we're gonna follow. Their people are trained and used to huh, after two years yep. what to do. Three times a year, you extract that data uh, uh, into a common data environment, uh, into one, yes. let's call it a database for uh, for the sake of easiness. Then you can see, okay, this is what's promised. Uh, this is your plant capacity. And this is what we yeah. thought would be able. This is the actual schedules. If you compare those two together, are we at the right track? That's what we do. And, and uh, actually, we, we ask uh, by convincing yep. the municipalities and we subsidize them also to introduce those programs. Yep. Well, that's what, what's money in your... Money always helps, you know. Yeah, money always helps, of course. And, and uh, don't forget that there are, there have been in the past 10 years huge budget cuts on every municipality yep. in the Netherlands. Yep. So they don't have the money free to start new programs. Yep. So they think, well, when they look to the sky, well, it can work. Yep. It works, of course, but yep. there is no control. No. Uh, and I think that's not okay. Because you don't have leverage to... You to don't conf- have leverage no. at all. Okay. So, so when you plan your processes, everything has to be in it. Yep. So that there are no things that are all of a sudden coming in and, well, it costs you always money. Yep. In one of your articles, you said the municipality of Amsterdam is doing this for years. There's a lot of knowledge on on scheduling. You actually have a project management. Uh, uh, Since 1996. Since 1996. Yeah, that's quite a long time. Before I was working, I know how uh, uh, you have been held by, uh, by Priminet in this case on this project management, on this project controls. You take those lessons learned. And a big pile of yeah. money, eh, which you have, eh, so you don't have bricks. You have uh, some budgets and not not uh, endless, of course, but you can help them and say, okay, this worked in Amsterdam, so why shouldn't it work in Zandam or Haarlem or whatever whatever city we are talking to? And then they are convinced, okay, 
let's try it. Not try it, let's do it, eh, because it's not yeah. it's not a pilot, yeah. it's actually working. And that's is coming into as results. So now you can report over yeah, another example is the programming of what you build. Yep. Uh, how much social, how much expensive, and so on. Yep. When you have to close a business case, that's always the point. Yep. How much social housing can you afford yourself yep. in the budget case? Yep. And this is what politicians want to know. How much social and affordable housing yep. is is built. Yep. And what you see in your processes when you run your planning systems, almost in the end of the process, when you are mm. already almost building, yep. the program is changing most of the times uh, in favor of the more expensive because it brings in more money yep. and it closes your business case. Yep. And that's where the discussion goes about when we want to have social housing. Yep. Who pays the bill for that? Yeah. Because that's, and that's, that's a political thing. In comparison with who earns a lot of money on this. Yep. So what is socially acceptable in revenues on housing yep. in the region here? Yeah. But that's a hard but trade-off. The main thing is that the politicians. Yep. And they are my boss. Want to know how much social housing is there to be, there to be built? Yeah, affordable housing. Yeah, but I can ma- imagine that's a very, very strong discussion you need because how yeah. what you said, no, we we want to have commercially, hundred percent commercially is paying a good bill. Eh? Then we have money more than enough. Yeah. If we do hundred percent of the social housing, we don't have the money. But you know, all the people in the in the in the in the municipalities are happy or happy or and the more the the majority is happy. That's the trade-off you you need to make. That's the trade-off. And remember this: in the city of Amsterdam, over sixty percent of the people can't afford a house which is more expensive than one hundred and fifty thousand euros. Yeah. And when you know that the average price of a house now in Amsterdam is over the 450,000, yep. then there is something wrong. And when you don't work on that, then you see that that uh, how your society, your society gets more rich people. Yeah. And no cure and care for the people who can't afford that expensive yep. houses. And those houses are most of the times only expensive because there are a lot of revenues to get there. Yeah. I, I was watching the news uh, uh, this weekend, and I think in 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 Cornwall, uh, yeah. south south, uh, let me see, southwest of England, they are actually throwing people out of the out of the house because they can they can ask more money to tourists or Airbnbs or the people from London, etc. Um, so it's it's not just an an Amsterdam issue. It's I think it's a global issue, it's at least global, a European yeah, issue. Let's say on, on, on dense areas. Yeah, on dense, uh, highly, uh, uh, highly dense areas, and of course because people are paying it. Eh? People are paying now four hundred thousand euros for a house which was three hundred fifty thousand euros last year, and nothing changed. It's the same brick, it's the same windows, etc. So, is this also a new bubble which is created? Well, we're not we're not the investors, but I think it's it's running. Well, I'm hoping that we that we come to our senses yep. and that the investors also come to their senses. Yeah. In, a, in a controlled way and not in like 2008 in, a, in an explosion way. Of course in a controlled yep. way and, and that's why, why we started with the climate change. I think 
we need, need a lot of money to change our building process, to yep. build different houses. And that money has to come from yep. anywhere, from somewhere. Yep. Because and I know where I want to get it. This, it's not acceptable to have huge revenues. So when you have huge revenues, I think we have to tax them in one of a, or another yep. way. Or they can voluntarily, of course, invest yep. in climate adaptive houses, yep. which is okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, the um, the government said, for example, uh, we want to build gas uh, houses without a gas. Uh, um, uh, um, how do you call it? Gas line, uh, so not running your your stove and your your heating, etc. On uh, on gas that takes a lot of money. Are you saying it needs to come a bit from the political uh, environment, but also from the commercial environment that people can say, okay, you can build these commercial houses and in favor for that, we need a fee or tax to support the local or the, well, the social area? talk about morality. And, yeah. Well, yeah. you talked about people, profit and tools. Yeah. Well, this goes about people and profits. Yeah. So, well, we can work very good together when we know that we are integer, that we have normal profits. Yep. So profit is okay. Everybody needs to buy. Okay. Yep. But in these times, high revenues, why? Yep. Yeah. And over the back of people who need a social house so, or, or, or a yeah, lower... Well, the result of, yep. of a lot of uh, uh, profit is that another group of people don't have that money. Yep. Can't buy a house. Pay fifty percent of their income to yeah. housing. Yeah. Thus, uh, for example, uh, there, there is this new law that you, uh, if you sell the f the second or the third house, you need to pay more taxes to the government, yeah. Yeah. not the two percent, but the eight percent. Do you? See, because I think in the news, but that's the hearsay part. That's not helping enough because people still uh, there's so much money to be earned that they can afford the six percent. It helps, yeah, but it looks a little bit like window dressing of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A bit. okay one of the other challenges i i've seen from from your articles and and from the data which is available for example from central bureau of statistics is that the infrastructure is not ready for the growth eh? so there are not of not not the connection between city a and city b is uh, is there a public transport is not over uh, overall uh, everywhere available eh? so if you want to build a new city or a block or a, or a or a suburb or whatever you want to call it people want a train station or a bus station at least yeah. this is this is the we, job we Dutch are different you know so, so in the rest of Europe and most places in the world they first built the railway lines yeah and then built the, the cities yeah in the Netherlands we built the cities and then have a discussion about yeah how to get the train into how, the city how to get there yeah <laughs> Well, that's different in yeah. Holland than, than yeah. countries around us. That's yeah. right. But we need to look, and I think that's, well, that's probably your job, is to have everybody look at the same problem or the same challenge yeah. to say, okay, uh, agency of, of railroads and public works, Rijkswaterstaat is responsible for, uh, for the, for the roads and for the, for the channels, et cetera. Uh, ProRail is among others responsible for the railroads. Let's sit together. And draw a train station first, and then a city around it. That's that's a really traditional, or that's a really reset of your mindset of the complete. Yeah, and there's another thing, you know. Uh, everybody's also in his own pillar working. Yeah. Uh, by law, 
the, the National Railway of the Netherlands, NS, yep. they're the only one who may who are allowed to yep. build stations. Yep. So when in the city center we want to integrate a station yep. in the whole social working of the system there. Yep. The shopping, the, the, the leisure, the, the, the learning, yep. the public space and the housing. It goes all together, but the stations are only permit to build by national spoorwegen. Yeah. Well, that's strange, you know. Why can't the developer do that? Make one building <laughs> in which the train is arriving. Yeah. Well, that's one of the, this, the that's a pillar thing. Yeah. So everybody is in his own pillar watching to solve the problem. Yeah. And we want to connect them and have a discussion about an integral, integral yep. program. That's what you're doing, for example, with this data. You can see yeah. all the data together. We should have an overall uh, schedule or an overall program with uh, with the responsible. So with the political scene, with ProRail, with Dutch Railways, with the contractors. Yeah, and also uh, the system gives you also the possibility to, to, to uh, have the good, the right discussion. So... When, for example, is said, well, then we need more places to build houses. Uh, the answer is no, we have half a million places. So that's yeah. not a problem. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but the perception is different because everybody the thinks... The perception is different. And, and also, municipalities, municipalities, they don't work fast enough. Yeah. Well, actually, when you have a lot of NIMBY behavior in your city, yeah. it's not easy to solve the problem then. Eh? Yeah. And then the elder man and the mayor and the elder man has to go in discussion with their community, yep. which is very reasonable. So I don't say that NIMBY behavior is not okay, but it comes from somewhere. Yep. And you have to discuss the somewhere. And also the people in the, in, in the community say, we want more houses for our children, but they have to be built in the garden of my neighbor and not in my garden. Yep. Yeah, everybody wants it. Huh? No, Who wants chains? I have a discussion about that. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? That's not. We build communities, so yeah. that's not community behavior. No. And we can't solve it down then without within time. No. That's where where the people empower the mayor and and the eldermen to talk on behalf of them. That's where the voting system is, uh, the yeah. democracy is based on. Uh, the, uh, the not in my backyard, uh, so everybody wants to chase, but not literally in my, my backyard. Um, with this new generation, mm-hmm. do they think differently? Because that's the older traditional way of thinking. Do you see it in in newer suburbs or in Almere or in, in those uh, Phoenix locations? That's a very good question. I, I think there's a shift going on well also with the shared communities yes and uh, the community behavior behaving is also changing and also the needs for uh, younger generations though it's a discussion point yeah they accept smaller houses but the quality of the public space has to be perfect yeah because the public space is part of your social environment yeah I've seen buildings with shared 
um, shared kitchens and shared uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, leisure spaces. Huh? Why does everybody need to buy their own couch? Yeah, but on the other hand, some people say yeah, they they do have that behavior because they can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the ticket is too expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Here in the city of Amsterdam, it works, and in other denser cities as well. Let's say Haarlem and Zaanstad and yep. Almere. It, it works as well. And I see a younger generation that's coming up, yep. which is very well equipped uh, um, in their mindset and, and also in the things they want to do. So yep. Well, we um, we touched Corona very shortly uh, a couple of minutes ago. Um, I think one of hearsay, one of the um, things COVID said. We need to be more at home. So I don't want to work directly in the city center, but I want to work near a forest or near a park or in a greener environment. Does this run from the city to the, uh, to the, to the more uh, less dense cities, for example? Does this help your challenge or, or do you see the impact of people well, sitting in their houses? We have also well, the Verstedelijking strategy. Yep. Strategical. Uh, few we are developing, but how has the city of Amsterdam or the metropolitan region of Amsterdam, what, what, in what way do we develop it? Yeah. And we said, well, we want to do that polycentric, not making the apple bigger and bigger and no. bigger. And to eat all the other cities? In Paris is that the, 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 the lifetime experience about how, how old you can yep. become yep. is 10 years shorter than in the city center. Yep. So the more, more, let's say, easy social environment, yep. you can reach that and find that in cities like Haarlemmermeer, Haarlem, Zaanstad, uh, Alkmaar, Purmerend, yep. Hilversum, yeah. Almere. They, they breed a city environment, but they are not as dense as Amsterdam. Not as dense. Yeah. Uh, so... So there are enough plans and we want to build there over 65,000 houses. Yep. So Amsterdam becomes bigger, but not as quick as other big poles. Yep. But the cities around the yep. big pole, polycentric, yep. they do develop. And that's what we're working on yep. in the program, reachable, reachable cities, bereikbare steden. Yep. Reachable means good interconnections between those things. And I think... Reachable for... for a public transport, yep. reachable by car, financial for your for your career, yep. reachable for your affordability. Uh, so there's a lot of yep. reachable. Yeah, is the, is there the opportunity to to solve this big challenge in the in the surrounding cities? I, I think it's one of the opportunities. One of the opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much. It, it gives a good insight into the challenges of, of what you are facing as metropole region. Um, uh, one point I want to, want to touch uh, as last, uh, buildings shouldn't be built at the places we are um, going to live. They should be built outside. Is that, uh, we talked about uh, wooden buildings, uh, which mm-hmm. don't need to be built at the spot where we're going to build. Um, Prefab is coming up very, very yeah. strictly. Modular building, yeah, where you can say, okay, yeah, this is a standard house with option A, B, or C. Yeah, what would you like? Would you like a bigger garage or, or, or a bigger study, for example, depending on the on the individual yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, needs? Um, 
Are you also supporting these kind of, you said, well, startups are very good at it. I've seen a lot of startups in, in this region with wood and 3D printing, et cetera. Are you also supporting them, the, the people who actually need to build the houses? Are you supporting them as well as a metropole region or is it more yes, in the bottom? We have also steering groups in which there are uh, representatives as well. We okay. work also with the triple helix, as we call Yeah. So there's public, private, and science yep. together. Uh, that helps a lot in working faster. So you, you could say it's kind of open source developing yep. we are doing. And in that way, we support that as well. Yeah. And does that help the proof to the municipalities to say, okay, there are people who can build faster. Let's keep it simple. Let us as, as well, political creatures say, okay, let's redesign our process. If they, if they do the same repeatedly, we can assess them quicker, for example, because every single house by architect needs complete redesign. But if they have a good process, our Legislational process, for example, can go quicker. Yes, I think so. And, and that's uh, you started our conversation about uniform processing. Uh, yeah. Processing. We are working on that as well, but then only on the. We are looking at how how do you do that and how much have is to be needed to make uniform. Yeah, yeah, and uniform on that. Not standard, huh? not 13 in... Exactly. Yeah. That's the question you just yeah. asked. That goes about individuality. Yeah. I want to keep my own identity. Yes. I live there. In that house, with that window, you yeah. know, and that color. Yeah. That's, that's my, my house. Yeah. So there is a, a little tension in it, but I think it's it solvable, the problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I read in one of the articles, I, I read a lot of articles about, uh, at the end of this year, officially you can go retirement, but you, yeah, you, you choose, I think very explicitly to connect to the metropole region for, a, for another couple of years. Yeah. What's the fun out of it? What's the value Lex Brans is bringing home to your love? I hope the same love as 30 years ago with the seven <laughs> children on the, on the bronze table in, uh, in a Sunday. Yeah. Where is the enjoyment of this work? Where do you get your, um, your smile well, moments. Actually, I think the climate change is that important to work on that I cannot look to my children and grand grandchildren and say, well, uh, I'm 60, what, 66 or so, uh, job done. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. The world is burning, as yeah. we know, as we see in the newspaper. Yeah, as we speak. And w when I have the possibility to help and it's accepted that I'm, I'm helping, yeah. it's okay. When it's not accepted anymore, I stop. Yeah, yeah. Or when my children say, "Well, you're, you're yeah. old man, the old man, I go uh, go get a hobby, <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> yeah, go go fish, uh, go home, march. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, That's but okay. I see uh, the the people side in you. Uh, you still have the passion when you say, "Okay, I can help uh, uh, social housing. I can help youngsters." Uh, buy or rent reachable, affordable houses where they can live and, and start their new families. That sound, that, that should be well, I, I can part of the legislation. makers and the professionals, yeah. people, profit and tools. Yeah. So let's say where I'm helping is people and profits. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, people and process. People, processes, and at the end, that the profit is very and important because- profit yeah. is for everybody there. Yeah, because the profit- Not only profit for one party, but for, 
Shared, yeah, shared profit, shared. yeah, shared responsibility, uh, and profit is not only money. Yeah? A good environment. Yeah? If you're an investor and you look in, you look into Amsterdam as a great city to live in. That should all be also be something where you go smile off and not just a big, big uh, bank account. I'm still in love with Amsterdam. Yeah, of course. I can uh, I can understand. Uh, thank you, Lex. Uh, I think uh, we uh, we also uh, uh, want to uh, to uh, we can talk about this for hours. And I think if we're going to talk about Amsterdam, we can talk for days. Um, I still see the smile, the passion on your face when you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also well. Well, if we look at the ProCon podcast, people in projects are very passionate. Huh? They're really passionate about their project. Huh? Yeah. You have helped building uh, uh, the the Havengebied or you have built the municipality of Amsterdam yeah. or the metropole region. And I think that's also very um, unique to the project and program business where huh? it's a small world at the end. It's yeah. a very niche market. And that's where the Procom podcast wants to connect to people and see you are smiling. And that's where we have the cameras for. See you smile, okay. hear your enthusiastic <laughs> face uh, on, uh, on this. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Lex Brons. Um, uh, please uh, for everybody on the on the podcast channel visit proconpodcast.com where you can see Lex Bruns uh, uh, talk about this project or in the previous we uh, recorded several um, thank you for tuning in please uh, uh, look at it at your own uh, own pace uh, Apple Spotify of course is available to you but also the Procon podcast thank you very much until the next time thank you very much bye thanks for listening to the Procon podcast To listen and watch more episodes, you can subscribe and access the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting proconpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode, where we will continue to lead the Project Controls conversation. The Procon Podcast and the associated resources is published under copyright to Prima Ned. All rights reserved, no reproduction of this content is permitted.